Hey, this is Five Minutes with Elden. You're listening to Lord Byron Part Two. Let's recap what we've learned. Today's lecture focuses on three poems by Byron. One, she walks in beauty. Two, they say that hope is happiness. Three, when a man hath no freedom to fight for at home. First, she walks in beauty. This is a light lyric describing Byron's cousin, whom he meets for the first time at a funeral at night. The poet is comparing her beauty to the night, because her beauty is quiet, subtle, and too elegant for the gaudy day to know. In this poem, Byron has shared and expressed quite some ideas of female beauty in Chinese literature. Without knowing it, expressions like "Oh, that's best of dark and bright me in her aspect and her eyes," "One shade the more, one ray the less," "The nameless grace which waves in every raven tress," the reference of facial expressions as eloquent, "Days in goodness spent," are all good examples. All in all, Byron is describing a special kind of nameless grace, a kind of beauty beyond description, that we don't see in the broad daylight. It is not outgoing. It is not sunny. It is calm and quiet, like the tender starry night. Second, they say that hope is happiness. To begin with. This is a pessimistic poem, in which the poet sees the human life as dark as dark can be. The title of the poem is an irony. Hope is something we have for the future. How can we be happy about something that hasn't happened yet, unless we lie to ourselves that good things will happen to us, not to other people? Or only good things can happen to us, not bad things. It sounds like you buy a lottery ticket on Monday, and you're happy already that you'll become a millionaire by Friday. They say that hope is happiness. Yeah, they're either lying or stupid. The subtitle of the poem is another irony. Felix qui potuit rerum cognoscere causas. In Latin, it means happy is he who understands the way the world works. No, the more you understand the world, the more unhappy you are. This is the romantic times, and we are still children of romanticism. Any educated intellect should be at war with this world. The world is a mess without justice. The more you understand the way the world works, the angrier you are. The poet divides the human life into three sections: the future, the past, and the present. The future is always lying to us, so that we can come forward and live on. The past has lost our old hope. But hold on to the dead body of hope, which we call memory. 
the present is something we don't even dare to look at because of what we have become. No part of life is worth living. This is how dark the poet's view is. How pessimistically angry a typical romantic can be. Third, when a man hath no freedom to fight for at home. This is Byron's patriotic poem. Unlike other poets who dedicate their patriotic poems to their own countries, Byron dedicates this poem to the world. While other poets are writing patriotic poems to support their own countries, Byron is on self-exile because his relationship with his own sister Augusta Lee was never understood nor forgiven by England and its upper-class society. Byron was once fighting for the independence of Italy. And dies fighting for the independence of Greece. For him, for a man without a country, patriotism, heroism, or chivalry means to fight for freedom whenever and wherever you can. A hero is not defined by what good he or she does to his or her own country. A hero is a hero. Whether domestic, foreign, or universal, this is Five Minutes with Elvin. I'll see you in class.